The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. They have 136 draft beers. They have a 50-foot TV. You're about, oh, 40-something days out maybe from LSU. Um, Saints are starting training camp next week. You still got Astros baseball. You still got... um, other baseball, you got uh, a late night menu if you want to eat late. Uh, they have an awesome menu. Uh, they're awesome. The Pelican House, you should support them because they support us. The Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Go there. All right. Um, there's no real Saints hey, news. Hey, when, when is camp again? Is it um, like the 28th, it, I think? They report that on Wednesday, right? Next Wednesday, is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, and I got thrown off for a loop because. I drive to when I drive to work every day. I listen to ESPN through my uh, phone on, the, on my app, and they keep advertising training camp starts this Wednesday when Saints rookies report. But the Saints don't report till next week, so I like banged out like a fifteen hundred word preview column for training camp, thinking that the Saints it all started this Wednesday when it really starts next Wednesday. So thanks, yep. ES, thanks ESPN. Your intern who cut a promo didn't have his dates right. Um. So there's not really any Saints news per se. I mean, Drew Brees didn't do an extension. Nobody got arrested. Um, so there's no real Saints news. So I, I guess there was that uh, report that they were poking around with Anquan Bolden, and yeah, then that were, was quickly shot down. Yeah, people were kind of mad about that, which was interesting. They were like, I don't like it. They're going to take away snaps from Brandon Coleman, and that's bad. I'm like, dude, if Brandon Coleman can't beat out 150-year-old Anquan Bolden, maybe he's not any good. Um, but quickly, Kevin, how do we feel about the Saints signing a 150-year-old man to play wide receiver? Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, will he go for more? If My they, expert analysis. If the Saints if the Saints do sign him, uh, Kevin, how high will he go in our auction draft? I think he'll go for at least $15. You'll take him for $15. I, I ain't spending more than 6 by, by the way, half our spots are filled in both our leagues, so if you want to join, DM me on the Twitters. you got to get a spot. Slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. Uh, Dave, your thoughts. Are, are, are you happy with the, the possible receiver the, the receiver that may or may not need a walker? <laughs> well, first of all, he's not. The Saints aren't signing him. Obviously, those rumors were quickly shut down. And uh, I... I they they just signed um who did they sign they signed another veteran i think they've already kind of filled that that spot yeah they got oh, the guy yeah, from the dude from san diego yeah 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 do we what andrew we don't we, even know his name None andrew would we name. rather would we rather decrepit old antoine bolden from the the ravens or wide receiver who's young and trashy from the chargers andrew i would probably you? i would probably prefer bolden but I mean, I I'm never I'm always a little surprised by Saints fans who always get so worked up by minimum signings. <laughs> you know, like bring us bring whatever into camp. I don't care. Like if they don't make the team, they don't make the team. But if they're not really costing anything against the cap, I just I never see what the harm is with adding guys like that. Um, worst case, they don't cut it and they're gone. Or if he beats out, let's say Col- Bolden has an amazing camp, and he beats out Brandon Coleman, then that's the guy I want on my team. 
So, you know, I, I think a lot of times these things shake out. And it's one of those things, too, where right now, you know, the Saints feel a little full at, at receiver. But if two of them go down, then you'd be glad about, you know, if let's say Willie Sneed is out for six weeks and Brandon Coleman's out for the year, then all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm really glad we have Anquan Bolt on the team. <laughs> so you don't know where injuries are going to bite, and the more depth you have, the better. So I, I would be all for signing him for the minimum and seeing how it plays out. Yeah, people love their young offensive skill position players that haven't proven anything. They feel like the only way for them to be great is to get them reps, and they don't want to like that. They're like, they're like, they're precious. They're like, my precious, I can't, I can't have anything interrupted, you know. I mean, by the second mini camp, half the fan base was ready to put R.J. Harris in the Pro, pro Bowl. <laughs> it gets a, it gets a little crazy on all the Saints blogs, like the 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 irrational exuberance uh, by the end of, by the end of June because there's nothing to talk about. Um, yeah. But that's the only Saints news that we had. Um, so we were kicking around ideas to fill like the last two, three weeks, you know, but before camp and as camp gets going, there's not too much news unless it's an injury. And we were like, we're going to do the worst quarter Saints quarterback ever. We're going to do a bracket. So I was like, hey, we'll do the bracket. We'll do like 16 and that'll cover like two weeks and we'll get through it. And we, and we, and we I, I filled out the bracket and me and Andrew and Kevin were like, you got to have this person. You got You can't have any good quarterbacks on the bracket. So we shoved off any quarterback that was decent and we threw some names in that 90 percent of the fan base don't know because they're 70s like bobby douglas and bobby scott and we threw them on there and we had 16 but then andrew went in a rage because i had the billy joes merged into one person andrew was like fuck this the billy joes need to be separate entities and andrew went and did a bracket of 32 of quarterbacks for the saints <laughs> worst quarterback i could ever and we're gonna do it so we're just gonna get right to it because we have a ton of twitter questions to do so we're gonna get to the first round so um the, the andrew seating and the- uh, so i gotta say un- unbelievably the, the saints basically have 32 quarterbacks that have played ever yeah the thing is with the saints that people don't it was realize, like exactly 32 yeah the, <laughs> thing that, the thing that people don't realize for the saints is despite all their crappiness in, in their most of their 50-year history the thing that makes them odd is for a team that's been that was so so crappy in the 70s, they had quarterback stability, which is weird. So basically, they've had Archie for a decade, Drew Brees for a decade, Brooks and Abair basically combined for a decade. So basically, you have like 30, like I think 29 out of 50 years are those guys. So you only really have two awful stretches of Saints quarterbacking is the Bum Phillips era from, like, 81 to, like, 85, and then the Ditka era from 96 yeah. to, to 99. The rest of the time, they've well, been well, pretty 67, stable. 67 to the mid-70s oh, as well. Well, yeah, Archie got drafted in the 70s. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that because your seating is just wrong. But we'll get to We'll, we'll go there as we go. So, <laughs> yeah, then, well, one, one, thing, one thing real quick I want to point out is that the only rule here is that you have to? There have are actually, no rules. You yeah. actually had to play in a game. So guys like Joey Harrington or JT O'Sullivan or, or Sean Sean Cam. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. And 
They don't qualify. Not eligible. They don't right. qualify. So let's get <laughs> so let's get to it. First round, the number one seed overall, which I disagree with, but it's a it's an okay call. Heath Schuler is your number one seed as worst quarterback. He plays thirty two. Drew Brees. Drew Brees has ninety four wins as Saints quarterback. Number two, three, four, and five on the list combined for one hundred and thirty nine. That's how. Just phenomenal Drew Brees has been. But, Andrew, explain to people how bad Heath Schuler was because I feel like his time as Saints quarterback, it's kind of forgotten because he wasn't quarterback that long. Yeah, well, I, I think – well, he was only in the quarterback for a year for the Saints. Not and even because he got hurt. Yeah, he, was only yeah, quarterback he had turf toe and then he retired. So, you know, he, he was never able to bounce back from that injury. But I think, you know, this was in the – I lived through this, and this was during the free agency era. So I feel like – the contracts at that point with the salary cap were starting to get to where like when you made huge mistakes, you really felt them. Um, and it wasn't like prior to the free agency period where you could shuffle guys in and out. And, you know, if a guy didn't work out, I mean, if it was a draft pick, it really hurt, but otherwise, you mean, you kick him to the curb and the next guy comes in. So, uh, you know, the thing that's unbelievable is in the Ditka era, there were so many quarterbacks that were on minimum contracts Doug Nussmeyer, Danny Werfel, yep. um, you know, Billy Joe Hobart, Billy Joe Tolliver. Got Kerry you know, Collins off the waivers? Yeah, I mean, Tommy Hodson, I think, was was around that time period. But, I mean, there were all these oh, awful— Oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> there were all these awful quarterbacks that barely amounted to, to anything and didn't cost the Saints any money, and they were by far—as bad as they all were, none of them had anywhere near— the horrific season that he Schuler did. The funny and thing he Schuler was paid more than all of them combined. The funny thing about he Schuler before we vote is when when Ditka decided that he wanted he Schuler, everybody was like, "What? Why do you, why do you want he Schuler?" And Washington was like, "Oh, you want he Schuler? We want a number one and a number two. And the Saints, at least they had some sense then. Kuharik, who was the the general manager, was like, "No, no." We'll give you a four. If he plays six games, we'll give you a three. And they t- and Washington's like, okay, fine. We would have ta- <laughs> taken the sandwich, but we'll take your third round pick. Um, and 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 here's my story. About I mean, he was he he was mediocre in DC. Oh, he, but, no, he was worse. He, he got he, beat up by Gus. He Ferrari. fell off. He fell off a cliff. Here, here's the, the thing: when the Saints got Dick as coach. I will admit I was pumped because I'm a I was a huge fan of the '85 Bears and I was pumped and me and my friend Trent we went out to minicamp Dicka's first time and we're watching the seven on seven and Schuler was so bad my friend turned at me and he goes he can't complete a pass on seven on seven he's running for first downs you know where like seven on seven when Drew Brees does it like Andrew you know when you go to West Virginia like the ball probably will touch the ground what what like once. You know, or yeah. twice, and we were like, "God, this is awful." So he's he's Schuler easily, but is it? Does anybody have anything they want to add to this before we move to the next one, Kevin or nope. Dave? Right. I don't even know why we even have to vote this. <laughs> this one's interesting, uh, Kevin. I'll start with you. Mike Buck, sixteen seed. Danny Werfel, seventeen seed. Who was worse? I okay. I don't even remember Mike Buck, so my vote's I... going Danny Werfel. I've never even heard uh, that name before. So, I mean, Werfel was during the during the Ditka tragicomedy era. So, <laughs> I, I'm I'm voting Werfel. I'm voting Mike Buck, and here's why: Mike Buck only accomplished one thing, and Andrew probably knows what it is. The Saints played on a Sunday night against Atlanta in oh, in like 1991, and it was when Bobby Abey was hurt. He had a hurt shoulder. They faked an injury to Steve Walsh, brought in Mike Buck, and he ran a flea flicker. And it worked, and they almost got a touchdown. That's so the, yeah, to Floyd Turner, right? To Floyd Turner. That's the only thing he ever did. I feel like Mike Buck is worse, though, because the Saints with Walsh and Fork, like Mike Buck could have beat them out. And he never could in 1990. I feel like Mike Buck is worse than Werfel. At least Werfel had the 3-0 and start in 98, which we can always mm-hmm. remember fondly. And he had the, the hurricane um, – what, what hurricane – it was – I forget what hurricane – it was Hurricane Andrew or Hurricane um, something in 98. They played the Colts. And, like, 
the Colts scored. Peyton was like Peyton's first year, and Peyton drove him down. And Werfel had to go like 97 yards in like a minute and a half, and he did it. So I feel I feel like Mike Buck is worse. Andrew. Well, well, it's funny. I remember their nicknames most of all, and uh, Mike Buck was you know every, uh, Saints fans called him Mike Suck, <laughs> and uh, Werfel was Dan- Danny Wolf. Clever. Yeah. Um, so. You know, when your nicknames are both, you know, negative, uh, obviously they didn't have much going for him. Uh, funny tidbit, there was another Buck, Vince Buck, who was on the team at the, the same corner. time. And Saints fans would always joke that Mike Buck was the worst of the two Bucks, and Vince Buck was also terrible. So, <laughs> uh, I always thought that was funny. Who you got? But um, I, I think I have to pick Werfel um, only because he came in with, you know, the Heisman Trophy coming out of Florida um, I mean, he was an incredible player in college and, you know, I, I mean, for Saints fans now, like the best, best comparison I can really make is Tim Tebow. Like he had won a Heisman. He was ultra religious, like super clean cut guy, really well liked. You know, there wasn't the big media hype in those days that there is now, you know, like with Twitter and social media and all that stuff. But Werfel was really high profile like Tebow and it was a similar situation. And, uh, a lot of Saints fans were excited about him, and I think you know the thing about Schuler being so horrible is that a lot of us were like, okay, well, you know, even if Schuler is awful, there's hope because we have the Heisman Trophy winner and we have Werfel, and um, I mean, he he just couldn't throw. He had no arm. No. Buck was kind of the exact opposite. Buck had a cannon, huge arm, but just couldn't put it together. <laughs> Werfel was just, in my opinion, like not NFL quality. Werfel had two problems. He had a horrible arm, and he had a weird slow release. Yes. So So my my pick's Werfel. Dave? Well, I mean, i got to be honest with you. You know, you guys know I didn't really become a Saints fan since till 2001-ish, 2002. So I've only come to know two quarterbacks, Aaron Brooks and Drew Brees. I've never seen any of these other 30 You've quarterbacks. You've been writing history pieces for long enough. You can play, play for the Saints. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be terrible at this game. Um, I guess since I've never even heard of Mike Buck and I've heard of Danny Werfel, and it's always, always in relation to being terrible, so I guess I've got to go with Werfel. Kevin? So 3-1, that's it. Yeah, 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, three, one. I'll right. say this for Mike Buck. He managed to start a game in the XFL with the Las Vegas Outlaws. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Bonus I points for that. Notice. Good, go- right. good googling, Kevin. This is this is a that's hard, all I'm going to be doing. This is a hard one. T- number eight, Bobby Douglas. Twenty-five, Todd Bowman. Uh, Bobby Douglas and Bobby Scott. They, I didn't see them play. They were in the '70s. They just merged together. They were both awful. Bobby. I know Bobby Douglas could like run around and like. Uh, scramble, and I think he scrambled for like ran for like 800 yards one year, not with the Saints. Um, but I'm gonna go uh, Bauman because the Saints at the end of 2005, they were just like, we're okay, benching. yeah, I've seen Bauman. Okay, so I've like, seen more than two quarterbacks he's, he's and a, McCowan too. Yeah, so he he played at the end of 2005, which actually helped the Saints because he was god awful, and he helped secure Reggie Bush. So I'm because of that, I'll always be grateful to him. So I'm gonna go Bobby Douglas, Andrew. Who you got? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bauman on on one, like, I think, you know, there was the whole Jake DeLome thing with Aaron Brooks where everyone wanted DeLome to play and start, and Hazlitt never made the move. And so I think just as a residual from that, there were a lot of fans calling for Bauman to get a (laughs) shot. And then he finally did. And when they saw him play on the field, I think a lot of fans were like, ooh, yeah, that's, that's... Maybe maybe I shouldn't have been wanting this. Um, so he, I mean, he was god awful, and and he, you know, that miserable Katrina season that couldn't end long enough. I mean, watching Bauman play quarterback made it feel like it was going on a decade longer. Um, but I mean, I, I, I'm just looking at Bobby Douglas's career stats: um, 36 touchdowns, 64 interceptions, a, 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 a career rating of 48.5. Ooh, that's um, bad even by 70s standards. You know, in, in 1976 for the Saints, he completed 48.4% of his passes, um, four touchdowns, eight interceptions, um, sacked 26 times in, in 11 games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 give the man credit. In his second year with the Saints, 
he finally completed over 50% of his passes the yeah. only time in his career. The only time in his career, yeah. Yeah. This is going to so, take yeah. forever if we go into the yeah. detail. Of that I know. One of these a, career, a career completion <laughs> percentage of 43% All right, for his we, career. Kevin, who you got? It's got to be Bobby Douglas. Oh, yeah. I'm going to vote Bobby Douglas. I'll give the man credit. He had a nice head of hair in the 70s. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I, I can't vote for Todd Bauman because, seriously, during that 2005 season, I was uh, – fuck Aaron Brooks in that year. <laughs> uh, so I'm not – I mean, Todd Bauman was shit, but – I wanted rid of Aaron Brooks so bad, so but I'm voting for Bobby Douglas. Uh, Bobby Douglas. All right, Doug Neusmeyer, number nine versus Billy Joe Holbert. See, the thing is, is like it was Nussmeyer, not Neusmeyer. Nussmeyer. <laughs> so what is it? It's Nuss, Nussmeyer. 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 Yeah. Well, he's offensive coordinator for Alabama now. I think he yes. played. He yeah. played one game with the. I think he, he two. He, he started two games. He started against. I don't know if he started against Seattle. Did one of oh, yeah, you he, might be right. He might have played the second half of he one. He played game the second half, but he was so bad in that game. The Saints it went to overtime. Winford Tubb intercepted the ball and ran it back. And instead of Ditka, like you know, we're gonna run a couple plays, try to get close, just run a couple of running plays, maybe do a screen pass, whatever. Ditka was like, no, send the field goal unit now, and they kicked the forty-two yard field goal to win the game instead of running a single play. That's how bad he was. So I'm going Nuss or Nuss, my whatever. He doesn't deserve his name to be pronounced correctly. Yeah. I mean, for me, the thing is, Billy Joe Hobart actually wasn't that bad. And it's unfair that he gets roped in with Tolliver. You know, the main the main reason he wasn't good with the Saints is he was just injured all the time. I, mean, he, I think he tore his Achilles tendon twice. I, um, no, I, will, I will stand by this. And you, pe- Kevin... And Andrew, you probably call me crazy, but I will stand by this statement right now. In 1997, if Billy Joe Holbert hadn't have torn his Achilles tendon the first week, that was the year the Saints started three and zero and they finished six and ten. But Arizona made the playoffs. I think at like eight and eight. If he wouldn't have gotten hurt that year, they would have got the Saints would have got in at nine and seven because their defense in '96 and '97 under Dicka was really really good. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and you know, Hobert. I can see that. Hobert was four and eight as a starter for the Saints. When he came back from his injury, he was he was much weaker. I thought, um, but uh, yeah, for for me, this is Nussmeyer. You know, he, he he played very little, so it's a small sample size, and I think he's really fortunate in that regard because <laughs> had he had he played more. I think he really could have given some of the worst names on this list a. a he would have been a higher money. seed. He was terrible. I mean, just awful. Yeah. Dave, who you got? Nussmeyer. Nussmeyer. All right. So we go on to number four, Ken Stabler, number 29, Aaron Brooks. This one's hard because Aaron Brooks has a lot of residual hatred. But I'm going to tell you, Ken Stabler deserves to have a shot to win this whole tournament. His 1983 is an abomination. Nine touchdowns, 18 interceptions, but Oof. in three of the games, because I because I'm a weirdo, I got I have all the 1983 Saints games on a DVD, and I watched them all. And Kenny Stabler is personally responsible for the loss against Dallas. He's personally responsible for the loss against the Jets, and he's personally responsible for the loss against the Rams. The Rams in the game, the Saints needed to win a. The Saints needed to win, and they'd have got the last wild card spot at 9-7. The Rams did not score an offensive touchdown and still won the game. You know why? Because Ken Stabler threw two pick sixes. So I vote Ken Stabler, and he is very deserving of winning this whole tournament. Kevin. Yeah, I'll vote Ken Stabler in that. It's like, listen, look, Aaron Brooks – uh, I I probably would still boo him if he showed up at the Superdome <laughs> to this day, but uh, Aaron Brooks still had good... He, he, he held all the goddamn franchise records until Drew Brees. He's the second-best quarterback the Saints have ever had. Right, right. So, Dave? Yeah, there's no way Aaron Brooks goes on in this tournament. Andrew? I'm going to give a vote to uh, Brooks just because, you know, Stabler was 11 and 11 as a quarterback. He was a five, 500 career with the Saints. Brooks was 38 and 44. 
And, you know, Brooks have, had the Brooksies. I mean, you know, <laughs> Brooksies were named after him where he would throw the ball backwards, the ball would slip out yeah. of his hand. I mean, just the awful turnovers. Selfish player, uh, disliked by his teammates. So I'm, I'm picking him. So I guess Stapler advances 3-1. I got to give Aaron Brooks at least one vote here. Uh, Kevin, 13, Jake DeLome, 20, Kerry Collins. Uh, Kerry Collins, Jake DeLome. Uh, yeah, like Jake DeLome just – Jake DeLome had that had, – had enough positivity as the great unknown. Like, yeah. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going Kerry Collins. And Kerry Collins was shit when he was with the Saints. I don't remember like – Kerry Collins, he had a good game against Dallas one time. I just remember Kerry, Kerry Collins. Saints when he, were, the Saints were close to making the playoffs with Collins. That was the year that Holbert got hurt, yeah, 98. Yeah, yeah. They were like, the thing is, the only thing I remember about Kerry Collins is when Carolina <laughs> cut him, he got like a DUI, and he was coming out the jail, and he had like a cigar in yep. his mouth smoking. That's the only thing I remember about him. Uh, but I'm going <laughs> to – I mean – Jake DeLome. The, the joke was that Collins played much better when he was drunk. <laughs> Probably. Jake DeLome, though, man, I mean, for him not to play in what year was it, 2002? At the end of the – I mean, for him not to play that season finale against Carolina was criminal. I mean, that that if there was football crimes against humanity, Jim Hazlitt playing poor Aaron Brooks with his wrecked shoulder was just horrible. But I still – I go Collins. Yeah, I, Jake DeLome would go to Carolina the following season, and he would be a starting quarterback in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He would take them to the Super Bowl the following season and make the Saints look <laughs> really stupid. Um, so, yeah, easy for me. Kerry Collins. Kerry hey. Collins. <laughs> All right. Is it a clean sweep? Clean sweep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Andrew, number five, Billy Joe Tolliver. Number 28, Jim Everett. You know, I feel like the Jim Everett teams were always six and ten, but it was never really his fault. Everett was pretty damn average to good, depending on the week with the Saints. I mean, he had some pretty special games for the Saints, and you know, some that were mediocre. But I feel like overall, Everett was never a disaster. No, I, I th- they had I, some I fun. He, the defense went downhill. I mean, they had the one year where they had Wesley Walls, Michael Haynes. Quinn, yeah. er, Quinn early, and they chucked the My ball cousin. all over the place. I mean, the excitement yeah. for Everett coming was, you know, he, he went on Jim Rome, and yeah. Jim Rome called him Chris Everett, and, you know, he just punches him in the face on live television. Comes to table. Shoved him over. Yeah. yeah, shoved him over. But, but before and, that, we were uh, like, fans oh. were so excited about him coming over after that clip. Yeah. But Tolliver, gotta, Tolliver gotta, was for the worst. I think Tolliver has a shot to win it all. I mean, he was awful. Yeah, he was. Tolliver could throw – he could throw a 70-yard bomb on a rope and he could throw a 70-yard bomb for a screen pass. Like he didn't have any touch at all. Like it was just <laughs> one – it's just like he was a cannon and that's it. Yeah, it's kind of like Brandon Harris for LSU without the running ability. So basically he was Rex Grossman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, I'm going deep. Yeah, but Rex, we only need four yards. I'm going deep. Uh, is anybody voting for Everett on this one? Nope. Hell no. Hell no. All right. Nope. All right. Kevin, this one's a good one for you. Number 12, Richard Todd. Number 21, Chase Daniel. Oh, I'm voting Dick Todd. Chase Daniel. Dick Todd. Chase Daniel had a few moments. The, the, so Saints gave, Dick Todd. the Saints gave up a number one pick for Dick Todd, didn't they? I think they did. Man, don't he, make me tight. Don't make me uh, Google Dick Todd. <laughs> Dick Todd he was, was so, trash. He was so bad. Fuck it. I'm Googling Dick Todd. Chase Daniel, safety off. Chase Daniel deserves not to be voted because he's made like forty million dollars and he started like one game in his whole career. Oh, Dick Todd was the Canadian Bing Crosby. <laughs> oh, and Bing Crosby also Canadian, so he was also the uh, whatever. All right, uh, five four record. Da, 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 da. Wait, Dick Todd. Are we sure we're looking? We're thinking of the same guy. Wait, never mind. I, I'm an idiot. I I'm getting a porn star. No, I'm getting. I'm get. There was a Dick Todd who played for the Redskins. I'm a Richard. <laughs> he goes Richard Todd. He goes by Richard Todd. You just call him Dick for funsies. Pretty much. Uh, <clears throat> and apologies for using the uh, the R word there. I'm 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 an idiot. So. 
Let's see. I'm, let's I'm see. voting for Richard Todd because he was trash. <laughs> he was so trash. Uh, Dave, do you have any thoughts on Chase Daniel? Um, he, yeah, he wasn't terrible, and he was obviously good enough to, uh, like you said, earn a couple of he got big three, fat he contracts. Got, he got three years. What was it? Twelve million from the Chiefs, and then he got three years, twenty-one million from yeah. the Eagles. So it's not forty million; it's yeah. thirty-five. I mean, thirty-five million ain't bad. Thirty-three million. Um, he's 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 had like the ideal NFL career, really. <laughs> I mean, you just cash it in; you don't have to actually play. Uh, you you save your brain, you save your body, and you pl- you play uh, that people... you play that one meaningless game where you're good. So people are like, he'll yeah. be a good, he'll be a good backup, man. Yeah, he, he, he and Matt, he Chase Daniel and Matt Flynn have a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah exactly, but, I, exactly. but I feel like, but I feel like Chase Daniel is still one of those quarterbacks where a, t- a team would still maybe think about taking a chance on him. Matt Flynn, no one will do that now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, this is hard. Carl Sweeten. Wait, are we are we clean sweeping? We, here? We're clean sweeping this one. All right, uh, Carl Sweeten, number two seed, which is no, uh, number thirty-one, Archie Manning. Um, I thought Carl Sweeten was the the host of Unsolved Mysteries, not the Saints quarterback. <laughs> Is that Carl? That's Carl Molden. Um, no, no, Carl Molden was not the host of Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, Richard, St- I think Richard Stack was the uh, host of Unsolved Mysteries. Yes, that I'm is totally, very true. I'm totally off. So anyway, dude, dude, dude that show, and, dude, that show and Tales from the Dark Side uh, ruined my weekends. Well, you can't. I mean, Archie, you can argue Archie, what where he is and say he's not. Robert Stack, not Richard yeah. Stack. He's, Robert yeah, Stack. Robert. Yeah, he's not. He's not worse than Carl Sweeten. So I'll, I'll vote Carl Sweeten. I don't even. I didn't even know that. I know the name because he's on the quarterback list for the Saints. But that's it. I don't know. Andrew, why'd you right, make this let me, guy? The let number? me just point. Let me just point this out for Carl Sweeten real quick. You know, Archie. You know, stats weren't great, but you know, he meant a lot to the franchise. You know, we we know plenty about Archie at this point. Carl Sweeten in 1968, he started three games. He played in five, and here were his stats that season. He completed 34.6% of his passes, one touchdown, nine interception. Yeah. How? I'm gonna I'm gonna break the news here and let you guys know that he he was winless in those three starts. <laughs> but uh, but uh, how, how does a guy like that start again? After one game, because Gary Quasar was so how bad. could you want to see more after one or even two games of that guy? Okay, okay. all right, hang on, I got to weigh in here. I was all set. I was all set to vote for Archie. I was all set to vote for Archie on this. However, who, who's who's my guy? Who, who who's the who's like in worst Saint Gregory? Ted. Okay, this right here puts Carl Sweeten. In the Ted Gregory Hall of Fame here. Oh, my Lord. I will read from his Wikipedia entry, <laughs> which is which is less than 400 words. I, I guarantee you. The last sentence, quote, Sweden also gained notoriety of sorts later when it was alleged that he tried to sell an NFL football playbook to another team. However, that charge was not proven. Was that was that when he was with the Saints? That was not in I that is not in any Saints history book. Uh uh this was in uh, I believe nineteen seventy two, so this Well this was, was from a, a story retired. Yeah, this was from a Sports Illustrated season. story, so I don't know. Uh I, I don't know what and, and the the link is dead, so I, I can't a, find it. I got a playbook if you need it, I'm just saying right. I just, I just so, need I just need rent money, man. I just this playbook right. is good, so, man. I, uh, based on that <laughs> I'm putting him above Archie, so I will, in fact, be voting for Carl Sweden. <laughs> so something tells me that Carl Sweden and Ted Gregory are having a huge that laugh up there. <laughs> Dave? Carl Sweden. All right. Uh, clean sweep? Clean sweep. All right. These are these – are, well, this guy I didn't even if – you, if you would have told me this guy was a Saints quarterback or the lead singer from a – huge country music band in the 70s i would have said he was the lead singer from a country music oh, band in the 80s, 70s 80s with a name like that ronnie lee south 15 seed <laughs> 18 jamie martin I, I ronnie lee south, i don't even like was he at bayou bash in tiger stadium was he like the the open and open and open and act i don't even know like 
Dave, Andrew, give me this guy's stats. Why did you put this guy in there? <laughs> so he played in 1968, the same year. You know, this might explain why Carl Sweeten got, got extra playing time. Uh, because this guy tried to compete with him. He completed 36.8% of his passes. Um, I mean, how do you complete under 40% of your passes? I mean, I feel like this, these guys are like Ralph with his bad arm trying, to throw, trying to throw in an it NFL was. game. And that's even bad by seven, like 60s and 70s standards where like yeah, if you completed like um, 55% of your passes, you were a god. You, you know? know, so he had he had one touchdown and three interceptions. So I, I feel like he's more like in the Doug Nussmeyer category yeah. where he was god-awful, but there were not enough sample size to really yeah, but put him on blast Jamie, too hard. Jamie Martin played that one game in 06. And you were like, oh, my God, he is old and horrible. Like, he was so bad in that Carolina game. Like, I thought – because the Saints, like, they put him in and they put in, like, backup offensive line. I thought Carolina was going to murder him. Like, he was so awful. So he really was. I'm voting Ronnie Lee South, though, just on the name. Kevin? Yeah, I'll vote Ronnie Lee South. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Run, so, Ronnie, run. All right. Yep. So that's a clean sweep. Clean so, so, so here we go. This is Bobby Scott, number seven, and number twenty-six, John Forkate. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote John Forkate. And here's, this is gonna be totally no way. Here, here's the, re- here's the reason. John Forkate can, you can make an argument. He's a top three worst all-time quarterback for the Saints because his, no, way. His, no his three games in 1989 changed the course of the franchise. If he would have just been the awful quarterback that he was. The Saints would have said, okay, John Forkate's terrible. Bobby Hebert will pay you like a starter. It's fine. And Bobby Hebert would have played in 1990. But instead, the Saints were like, oh, Forkate had a good three weeks. He could be the starter. Then they went into 1990, and they're like, oh, yeah, Forkate is trash. Let's trade for Steve Walsh and give up a first, a second, and a third instead of signing the quarterback we have. And it totally altered the franchise and doomed them getting that final piece of the Jim Moore 91-92 teams to get over the hump. So I'm voting John Forcade because he is much worse of a quarterback if you encompass everything off the field and everything than Bobby Scott ever was. Yeah, Forcade had an amazing run in those three games, and he was really good. And I remember you know, rooting for the team during that era and really feeling like the Saints had uh, – uncovered discovered a quarterback that was really special and ralph's right um he was a disaster the following season um which was unexpected so um you know he kind of got us excited during a three-game stretch but you know Dude, what the it city was, was ex- it, no andrew the city was um because he was from new Orleans. like he was yeah, yeah he totally. wrote an endemian and dude they the city was pumped they were they were i it give you that but you know the the thing about bobby scott i mean at least Forcade had had flashes. <laughs> Bobby Scott lasted nine years with the Saints. Nine, like why they didn't get rid of this dude after two or maybe even one is, is uh, unbelievable to me. Uh, during his time with the Saints, four and ten record, consistently a backup, forty-seven point four percent completions, fifteen touchdowns. 28 interceptions. Bobby Scott is a guy, in my opinion, that has a good shot at winning this all. <laughs> it's not even close. Forkade had good games. I, I hear you. Like he, There was kind of a little bit of fool's gold with Forkade, but at least he won a game. I mean, Bobby Scott was around. He was like this lingering, festering wound <laughs> that was just on the, on the franchise for a decade. Oh, Lord. Ke- Kevin, who you got? Uh, I was going to vote for Bobby Scott, but your story about Forcade screwing the franchise, I, I got to go with that, so I'll vote Forcade. <laughs> uh, Dave? Oh, man, I could tie this whole thing. Um... <laughs> the pressure. Oh, Two quarterbacks he's never I seen. Mean, this isn't even close. This is ridiculous <laughs> that we're going to pick Forcade over. Scott. I don't know. Bob. Look, Bobby Scott in like 1976 threw for like over 1,000 yards. Forcade never threw for over 1,000 yards. <laughs> oh, well, shit, man. There, there you go. <laughs> um, God. Boom. Owned. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm going to go with Forcade. Wow. <laughs> 
out there. It's tied. Somebody throw it out there. No, no, it's three one four k. No, it's three one four k. All right, all right. So now we go to. I mean, that is just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Is that an upset? Ed Ed Huge. Hargett Ed Hargett number ten twenty three. Who? Ed Hargett. Who? Andrew, do you have <laughs> stats on on Ed Hargett? Yes, Ed Hargett was another god awful quarterback for the Saints. Played from sixty nine to seventy two, a career record of one five and one, uh, career completion percentage of forty six point nine. The Saints, I mean, have an amazing amount of guys with under fifty percent completions. It's it's incredible, really. So, it's a talent. So he's he's number ten, and I'm voting for him because he's going up against Luke McCown, and Luke McCown is a great play from Josh Norman from being. Sean, he, he might even even in spite of that interception by Josh Norman last year, he's probably Sean Payton's backup quarterback for life now, as long as he can walk. So Dave. I mean that's a super that's a Super Bowl defense he almost took out on their own field. <laughs> Dave, who you got? Um there is no freaking way that a guy that spells his name Ed with two D's <laughs> uh is not the worst quarterback ever. <laughs> Doesn't he spell it with one D? Ed Hargett. No, he does not. Um, I think you're looking at an incorrect spelling. I am not. His Wikipedia page says fucking Ed Hargett. Kevin, who you got? Ed. Ed. NFL.com has him as Ed E D D. Ed. Here's where. Here's where me and me. Here's where me and Here's where me and Andrew are going to come to blows. Not on the. Not on this. This matchup per se, but he has Gary Quazzo rated the third seed, which is just criminal. Because all these quarterbacks he named, Hargett, Sweeten, like, they all were better than Quazzo. And Quazzo, let me explain to you. The Saints decided off of one game in 1965, which Gary Quazzo went 20 of 38 for 212 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions for a 56 quarterback rating. And the Saints decided off of that that game, they're like, Baltimore, we want him. You can have the first pick in the draft. Instead of taking Bubba Smith of Police Academy fame, we'd like Gary Quazzo instead. And he was so bad in 66 and 66, 67, 68, that Tom Fears fought with Meekum. He's like, he's so bad. I gotta play other people. I gotta play Fat Billy Kilmer. I gotta play Sweet. I gotta play anybody. I'll play your daughter. I don't care. And Meekum's like, no, you gotta play him, man. We traded a number one for him, and they like came to almost came to blows over it. That's how bad he was. Okay, and to be a three seed, no, it just it's gotta be. And, and number thirty is who he's going against, Bobby Abair. It's gotta be Quazzo. Kevin, who you got? I'll take Quazzo then. <laughs> Dave. Quazzo. Andrew. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about this more later. Uh, but for now, I mean, he, he clearly beats a bear. Yeah, he he he's he's a, he's a, he's got to be a guy. This is another another name that I didn't know played quarterback for the Saints. Larry Sippa, 14 seed. Steve Walsh, the 19 seed. You know, uh, you know, Steve Walsh was fortunate that he played with those amazing defenses and he he was pretty bad he, he was mediocre game. he, played a, he won a playoff he was, game with chicago yeah he, he was mediocre um he didn't win a playoff game no no he did not yes he did he won a playoff game with chicago oh as the chicago as quarterback the short, chicago oh quarterback. i see yeah yeah. yeah yeah so as a saint he was 10 and 9 which is respectable although he had all world defense you know i i think the thing about walsh that is kind of tough is that um, he, he was acquired via trade, and I think the Saints gave up a first or a second round pick for one, him. One, a two, um, and a three. It was Lawrence. A one, a two, and a three. Okay, and he was the backup at the time to Aikman, um, and obviously the Cowboys were thrilled with Aikman, and um, so the Saints were like, "Give us Steve Walsh." And Walsh was an incredible quarterback at Miami. Um, yeah. So again, this was a guy that Saints fans were really excited about. You, um, and he he was supposed to be the guy that we were getting rid of Bobby Abair. Well, for, here's that, you know, a, finally we could get out from under here's, that contract. Here's it's a great book. I forgot who wrote it. Wrote it, but it's uh, Cowboys. The boys boys will be boys. It's a history of the Jimmy Johnson Cowboys. And Jimmy Johnson, he wasn't sure about Aikman, so he got Steve Walsh in the supplemental draft because he had Steve Walsh at Miami and he won a national championship with him, right? And he brought him in, 
And he saw immediately in the first practice that Steve Walsh just didn't have the arm to, to do what Jimmy Johnson wanted to do to be a really top-line quarterback. He called his coaches into a meeting, and he said, look, I fucked up. I shouldn't have given up a first. I shouldn't have drafted Walsh in the supplemental draft. From here on out, all you're going to do is say how awesome he looks, and we're going to play him in the preseason, and we're going to make him look as good as he can, and we're going to trick some team into getting him. And they tricked the Saints for a one, a two, and a three. So I, I got to pick Walsh because I didn't even know Larry. I think I bought insurance from Larry Sippa. <laughs> yeah, Sippa kind of had a mediocre uh, backup season. One touchdown, three interceptions. Um, you mediocre? Know, standard. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at it. I've been looking at his numbers waiting to vote for this guy. Yeah, 37, 37% <laughs> <Jesus> completion. <Christ. laughs> I'm looking at his number. The man played in four games each of the two years he was here. So I'm looking at his numbers. So the first year, he threw for 242 yards in four games. Oh, my God. That's 76. <laughs> the next and – then, and, then, and then the next number, 182 yards in four games. In his eight-game eight career, his eight-game career total with the Saints – he averaged 53 yards per game. <laughs> Drew Brees will have that by the middle of the first quarter against the Raiders. <laughs> I still say anybody Dave who you got? Um well, I just got to say that um Andrew who was so upset that we would all vote for John Forcade. Um I'm looking here and uh, Steve Walsh actually came in and started playing in 1990 because yeah. John Forcade was off to such a shitty start. Yeah. So if you yeah. uh, and he got the team to the playoffs, exactly. Well, yeah, had a great game on New so, Year's I mean, Eve. If you think that if you think that John Forcade is so amazing, then you should definitely think that Steve Walsh is that much more amazing. So uh, you got to go for Sipa. So what is it? Three one. Uh, I'm going. I, I'm going to go Sippa as well. Yeah. So it's three, three one. one Sippa. Four four. Well, I, 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 I am. I am surprised that uh, that uh, Kevin didn't go for Walsh based on the fact that the Saints traded a first, second, and third pick. For him. <laughs> that would break. Listen, Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh was the quarterback for the Saints in Tech Mobile, so I don't think I can vote against him on that. <laughs> Here's number six seed Dave Wilson. Number twenty seven Jeff Blake. Man, Jeff Blake was playing well Dude, before he broke that his leg. Sa- that that Saints team because because two thousand in the NFC, man, that year was wide open because the Giants and then Giants ended up going to the Super Bowl that year, and uh, they got crushed by Baltimore, of course. But the NFC was just a really kind of a dumpster fire, and that Saints team before he broke his leg, they had won like six in a row, and they were mauling people. Because Jeff Blake, they were just like, Joe Horn, go deep. And he threw that beautiful spot, you know. Um, and poor Jeff Blake, he got injured, and then he was never the same. And Aaron Brooks took his job, and say la vie. Dave Wilson is pretty atrocious for a Saints court. Like, like, I know I blame Ken Stabler for the loss in 83 in the playoff game. Dave Wilson was kind of bad in that game, too. I mean, and they gave up a one in the supplemental for Dave Wilson, too. I mean, he was like, he was a backup for a long time. Um, the only thing I ever remember him doing was that game in '87 where they were losing to the they were losing to the Bengals like 28 to seven at half, and A. Bear got hurt. Dave Wilson led him back for a win. This one's hard, but I gotta go Dave Wilson. For, for the thing that makes me mad about again, it, it's kind of like Bobby Scott. The guy plays nine seasons with the Saints, or eight or nine seasons. He he was around for almost a decade, and he, 36 touchdowns, 55 interceptions. Yeah. Who's really good? Somebody's tired and really grumpy, huh? <laughs> Did she just like go up to your phone and say that? We have a we have, we have a my wife appearance, and it's not my wife. Ma- my wife. My wife. <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, who you got? Yeah, I'll vote Dave. Uh, Dave Wilson. Yeah, Dave. what the hell? All right. Um, Billy Kilmer, 11 seed. Mark Brunel, the 22 seed. Mark Brunel was pretty fucking atrocious in that final <laughs> game in 2009. Yeah, he was. 
Billy Kilmer was actually pretty good in the Saints. Like that that trade when they traded him to Washington was just awful. You know, Billy Kilmer eleven and twenty nine as a starter for the Saints. We went to a Super Bowl a couple of years later with Washington. Though. True, Raiders, right? No, Redskins. Redskins. He was he was fat and jolly and drank a lot. Wait, Stabler was the one that went to the Super Bowl with the yeah, Raiders, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm voting Brunel. Andrew? Mm, I'm going to go Kilmer. Kevin? I'm going Brunel. Ooh, Kevin, break the tie. Well, it's well, not a tie. He could, it? he could make it a tie. It's two to Brunel. It's two Brunel. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to vote Brunel because didn't Brunel let his daughter date Mark Sanchez? Oh, my God. Is that accurate? It feels accurate. Didn't Brunel sell to his Super Bowl ring? I want it to be accurate. Yes, he does have a Super Bowl ring. No, didn't he sell it? No, that was uh, – who was that? It was I don't a think that was Brunel. wasn't it? It was one of the linebackers. Yeah. Was it, well, Stanley Arnoux had it stolen. Yeah. Was it Chris McAllister sold yeah, it, right? Yeah, Chris yeah. McAllister. So, um, all right, so that finishes up the first round. So we're down to 16. We're in the Sweet 16 already. It's so going to be tough from here on out. It's going to be it's going to be blood in the streets, Schuler man. against Werfel. Bobby oh. Douglas against Nussmeyer. Ken Stabler against Kerry Collins. Billy Joe Tolliver against Richard Todd. It's tough. It's Carl, tough. My, my personal favorite matchup, Carl Sweden against Ronnie Lee South. That sounds like a wrestling match. Yeah. Uh, John Forcade <laughs> against Ed Hargett. <laughs> Gary Quazzo against Larry Sippa. And Dave Wilson against Mark Brunel. Yeah. All right. We have a ton of Twitter questions, so we'll get to them. Um, Kevin, who's going to miss practice first, Spiller or Bird? Ooh. Bird. <laughs> Dave, what stupid game fun thing will Peyton do near the end of camp when they skip practice? Um, if it's the end of camp, they're in New Orleans. <coughs> they're going to go to NOLA Motorsports and uh, drive Ferraris around the track and somebody's going to die. Oh, my God. Uh, Andrew, an actual football question. If if Tall stays healthy, how many sacks will he have? Two. This is from Dylan. For the year. Will LSU start off the season 8-0 and then lose to Alabama and collapse again this year? Shame on you, Dylan. Shame on you. Uh, Kevin. Yes, the answer is yes. Kevin, how much money will Ralph have left after his second player picked in the auction draft? Second, uh, let's see. You start off with two hundred, so I think Ralph will Ralph will probably be down to halfway. (laughs) Yeah, I would say probably. I was gonna say like eighty, but that's being kind. Dave, who has more receiving yards, Fleener or Sneed? Fleener. Andrew, who has more touchdowns, Fleener or Thomas? Uh, that's a good question. I'll go with Fleener. Uh, Kevin, Walter Football has the Saints going six and ten. Is he on drugs or is that about right? That sounds about right. And actually, I've got the quote. Uh, when Mark Sanchez was warned by Mark Brunell <laughs> about his daughter, it's from the Washington Post. Quote. I've got a daughter that's only five years younger than him, so that's really weird, Brunel said, his arms folded and legs crossed in that don't-mess-with-me way of dads and probation officers. (laughs) Quote, no, that won't happen. He's not meeting my daughter. She already thinks he's cute. She saw a picture of him, but that's not happening at all. I like the kid, but I don't like him that much. Unquote. (laughs) Uh, Over, under, Saints ranked 13th in rushing offense in 2016, Andrew. Way under. Under. Kevin, who will have more wins this season, Ralph's auction team or the Cleveland Browns? That hurts. The Cleveland Browns. That hurts. I had, th- I had, I had three. The Cleveland Browns might be a better run franchise than your fantasy football teams and all. <laughs> you didn't realize they're starting RG3 this year. Right? It is. It's bad. But join. It's a blast. The draft is a blast. Um, it is. Don Tanaka, will my dumb questions finally be answered? Yes. Takano. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, here's a good like here's Don Tanaka. Don Tanaka wasn't 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 didn't Mr. Fuji manage him? <laughs> here's a good here's a good question from Mateus for a new Saints fan from another country. 
uh, been a fan since 2010. Name 10 games every Saints fan must watch. Oh, that's a good question. I, I think I think you got to start off with, with horrible games to understand just the angst of Saints fans and why they feel like it's always going to go wrong. you just want happiness? No, no. no. You, you yeah, gotta, yeah fuck, uh, fuck that, man. You, Let's, you got, I, I'm, I'm, picking, I'm picking the fun shit. You know, well, yeah, you could pick the fun shit, but I think you got to watch the season finale from 83 when Lansford breaks their heart, and I think you got to watch... One of the, the, the you got to watch one of the Big Ben plays in 1979 when Atlanta beats them, so you can learn no. to hate Atlanta. So you can learn no. to hate Atlanta, and then you can have all the fun games. But you got to watch a couple of bad games to understand the pain and the angst and where the scars come from. Okay, fine. If you're going to do that, though, then at least watch a modern one. At least watch the one uh, River City uh, Relay. Yeah, oh, there man. you go. Watch the River City Relay game, um, and then watch the, the 49. 49- game and the Seahawks playoff game. Yeah, yeah watch 90, both of those. Yeah. The 91 Atlanta playoff one. game is bad. But, but like good ones. You gotta be the Super Bowl, Minnesota, the NFC Championship. Do you, Andrew, do you watch The Gleason any, game. The Gleason game. Yeah, the watch, Gleason game. Do you watch anything from 87, the goal line stand to have the winning season? I think, yeah. Yeah. I think is a good one. Uh, uh, I would also, I would throw in the, the Cowboys game when uh, Mike Carney went, went absolute ham. Yeah. Yeah. I would throw in another game from 87. They they were winning, and they had the winning streak going, but they went out to San Francisco and won on a last-second Morton Anderson field goal where the wind was swirling, and he, like, knuckleballed it through, and, like, they blocked a kick, and Johnny Poe ran it back. Just, like, that's a fun game, and you can find that on Hakeem YouTube. Hakeem drops the ball. Yeah. Yes. Okay, the oh, dude yeah. asked for five games. You've, you've mentioned no, 30 he said, now. He said 10, 10. We mentioned about 15. Well, it's oh, summertime. Right. He's got he's probably got a lot of free time. Uh Dave, if Kasim, uh, Guachem, or Toll surprises at defensive end and Keenan and Swan come back healthy, what's the weak link on the D? Uh, if the king becomes a queen. <laughs> Boo. Boo. I don't know. Why does there have to be a weak link? That all sounds That all sounds wonderful. I don't, I don't know. Well, that, I guess Nick Fairley sucks. James Laurinaitis <laughs> plays an entire season with an injured shoulder. Here's a, here's a question that me and Kevin can answer. This is from uh, this is from Chids. Uh, would you take Greg Hardy if he was going to get 15 sacks this season, no. but was also no. a locker room cancer? No, no. I don't. No. Here's the you thing. could tell me. You could tell me he's going to get 30 sacks, and the answer is still going to be. No, I don't no, tell I'd me take him, he will take him play for, for a fucking. You can tell me he'll play for a fucking dollar, <laughs> and I'll tell you no. Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy, and that bullshit and his bullshit. He can go get fucked. Thirty man, thirty sacks. We I might... rooted for a serial rapist for. Christ. Yeah, but we, we didn't, didn't know. That he didn't time. even do it. There. He wasn't even doing it there. <laughs> I didn't know he was a rapist. I we know Greg Hardy is a, is a horrible person. Well, we so, know well, Greg Hardy is a piece of shit. Well, Kevin, 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 does, does knowing now that Darren Sharper is a rapist does that mean that that you don't value the Saints Super Bowl? It makes me a little icky when I watch the yearbook. I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. Like it. I don't, like exactly. it doesn't. It doesn't cheapen it. It doesn't cheapen it. But like when I watch the America's Game, which I have saved forever on my uh, Directv box, like when I watch it and I see Aaron Sharper like running three and four touch interceptions back for touchdowns, like I'm kind of like, Ugh. you know, like I, I'm. I guess I guess Kevin doesn't believe in fourth or fifth chances. <laughs> like here's the thing. I'm I'm really I'm well played. Way. Put it this way, I'm really, really glad that Tracy Porter made those playoff interceptions and not Darren Sharper. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Really? Oh, right, right. oh, we would we would still be whipping ourselves over that. Yeah. So um thirty sacks though. Thirty sacks is a lot. That's a I don't lot. Care. Sign him up. That's I don't a care. lot of uh, I don't care. Give him birds money. Um, yeah, seriously. Here's the last question, then we'll get out of here, and this is actual football. This is from Matthew. Who's the surprise cut? Andrew. Um, I mean, is LRB even a surprise? Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. So that that wraps it up. Um, you know, join us. We got, we got spots in the fantasy league. Donate if you can, because we need to keep the lights on. Go to Saints Nation. Cause Andrew's got awesome stuff there. Go to Canal Street Chronicles. Find Kevin on the Twitters. Me and Kevin are going to be mocking. The Republican National Debate, if you like politics on your Twitter, and I know you do, 
me and Kevin will be mocking the Republican convention and Kevin will be poking fun at me because I am a lifelong conservative and the Republican Party is burning to the ground. Uh, so it'll be fun. So join us, won't you? Uh, so until next week, the bar is closed. Cool.